I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Episode 49. 49. 1049. Like wow. 105.9. You know? That nobody else but a Southern California based. Yeah, if you're Southern California, you used to listen to Power 106. Yeah. Like Tito. Hola. It's Tito. It's Tito. It's Tito. Tito, stop what it for. No? You're, you're amazing. You're so talented. <laughs> what are we drinking today? Today, we're, you know, I'm looking through just <laughs> everywhere I can to find drinks, right? Because, I mean, we still haven't repeated this 49 episodes and we're, we're it's impressive a to different drink, right? And I saw one the other day and I was like, oh, we've for sure done that. And then I realized we hadn't done it because I don't like what's in it. So this is a stretch for me, knowing I'm not going to like this. But last time I had one was college. Want to take a guess by looking at the drink? I have no idea. It's a gin and tonic. I hate tonic water. Mm. Like I hate tonic water. I don't, I don't get how people like it. Or at least I think. I haven't had one, like I said, since college. How much of that is tonic and how much of that is gin? So it's two ounces of gin, four ounces of tonic, and then like a double lime wedge, basically. Okay. Do I like tonic? No. I don't like tonic water. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, but it's not good. Like throw like a club soda Perrier... Actually, my new favorite one. I've been just showing everyone around the office about it, which I know I'm I'm late to this game, but new favorite sparkling water is Topo Chico. So I know a bunch of people in, in Texas have been drinking this stuff for forever, but it really so, just came out. So here's my question. So is Linda now ordering those or are you bringing them yourself? Why would I bring them in myself? So my question is how much more expensive of sparkling water is that than everything else that we have? I don't know. They're all, they're hint waters and stuff are way more expensive than my crap. I was just curious. I don't know. I think they're like 79 cents per. Oh, I thought they're like, is, aren't they? Is, which is expensive for sparkling water. Yeah, but yeah. like uh, coffee pods that we used to have were 50 cents each. So yeah. I'm yeah. inflation, man. Yeah, uh, I think it's so it's it's actually yeah, the irony is it's from Mexico. Right. And, you know, the old adage about Mexican water. But I mean, we go down to Cabo all the time and the water is fantastic now. They've got like they've Cabo itself got a whole filtration system. And then each hotel has their own filtration system, and it's not like how it used to be. Modern plumbing. Modern plumbing. Uh, I don't like this drink. Okay. Well. That's disappointing. I knew it was going to happen, but I just don't like it. First question. The agency I work for has done things the same way forever. New ideas or technology seem to have a short lifespan within the agency before we revert back to our old ways. 
This also means we are failing to evolve with our customer demands and it's impacting retention. I'm sure it's impacting new business as well. How do we bring the agency into the 21st century and make it stick? This is going to sound bad, but how many young people do you have at your agency? You know, what's, I mean, I have no idea the size of the agency, but typically larger agencies, you know, will, will, have people there forcing technology to evolve and adapt. Um, I, this is probably a smaller, probably 10 to 20 person agency. Um, and probably the owner is probably older, right? And they're just kind of doing what they've done for forever. Everyone's resistant to change, um, both staff and uh, the ownership. But really, I think it's going to come down to, you know, you're going to have to be able to convince whoever makes those decisions that, it's going to, you know, help, you know, either the bottom line or the top line and then consequently the bottom line, right? So if your retention is, is getting lost because other people have different bells and whistles or because, for instance, let's say you don't have an efficient enough agency management system to get out to market. So like we insure contractors, we need to shop them every single renewal to a dozen markets. We do that. If we don't do that, if we don't get out on time and one of our clients is shopping us, they get in somewhere else and we're blocked out, right? And that happens to be the one market that wins and we can't get a BOR back on it, we're screwed. So you need to, to, to lay it out with metrics. Hey, here's what's actually happening. Here's our attention. Here's why. But there are so many... You know what I think about is when we were doing... like Even before... Who did we use for certificates before before Epic? Was it Cert- certificates now? now. Yeah. And that was like a huge step up for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no idea what they're... They might still be great. I have no idea. But when we switched over to Epic, and then all of a sudden we built these templates in there, and it takes like 30 seconds to issue a cert, yeah. you know? There are so many things like that. Again, kind of need a Linda to... Uh, need to, a Linda. To do these things. But like, we built supplementals into our agency management system. Um, all of our proposals are, are pre-built, and they auto-generate. All those kind of things that have really, really helped create efficiency... Um, and w- what it does is it allows for you to have more time to take on more clients for more revenue and be more profitable. Yeah, I know I'm, I'm probably stealing a lot of things you're going to say, but... Actually not. I have some original thoughts today. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I tend to believe, one, you look at the existing technology in the agency. And sometimes it's not new technology you need, but you need somebody like a Linda to leverage and actually build out the existing technology. So I'd always start there and say, what is it currently that we're playing with? And, and, and even before that, it's, hey, where, where are we having issues? And, and if, if we can't identify, these are a list of problems that we have that our current technology doesn't solve for, that we hope there's a technology to solve for. If you don't start there, then you're just going to find solutions for problems you don't have. Because we all see the tech companies with bells and whistles and only a fraction of the items they do serve your specific agency. So start there, then go to what, how can we best leverage existing technology. Past that, you really have to... You know what I just noticed? Hmm. We wore, both of us, the exact same shirt that we wore last week to record the podcast. We're amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. So <laughs> the good news is laundry is being done in my home. That's fabulous. And That's fabulous. the bad news is you get to see the same look twice as nice. Gray is the new black. Right? Is this gray? Yeah. It is gray. It's gray. You're questioning if it's gray? I, I struggle with colors. Really? 
Mm-hmm. Like when someone says it's blue and then they're like, no, but that's actually this other color aqua or something like, I can't see the difference. Have anymore. you taken one of those like eye color exam things? On Facebook, when it does the, uh, whatchamacallit, where it's like, hey, you're colorblind if, I'm not colorblind, but. Are you color impaired? Probably I'm color impaired. That's a good term for that. So now that we've, we've completely thrown ourselves off. Um, yeah. You were talking and I just got caught up. Yes. Staring at your brother. As far as, you know, leveraging these tools, man, you threw me for a loop. <laughs> if, if I'm going to leverage uh, tools, I would go and, and find other agencies first in your specific area. And that's fine. You can go through an IAOA or your local association and, and say, we are handling this niche. What, you know, these are our problems. What solutions do you have that, that are working to solve those? Because instead of you just looking and, and, you know, hunting via Google and playing detective there, find somebody else who's already made the mistake so you don't buy the wrong system ahead of time and get that input. And then past that, before you invest in anything, know exactly what you're expecting out of it, be able to play around with it a little bit. Um, it, it shouldn't be any difficulty to get access to the system to see what the, the components are and then see if, if it's as significant as switching an agency management system, how difficult that data transfer process is. And some of these insure tech solutions out there, they say, hey, here's our product price, but they don't let you know that the agency management system, in order to open the API, is going to charge you an additional fee. And so that cost is part of it too. So you do your research, um, I think do your research, do your research, do your research. And then once you've gone to that, you have to say to your team, we're about to spend a lot of money here. And that means that if we don't adopt it and it's just a, just a cost for us and, and no real benefit, then you know expenses are going to be tighter. So we all have to be on board for this. We all have to be committed to implementing this technology because if one of us doesn't use it, it breaks it. And so we better not spend it. So is everyone committing right here that we're all going to leverage this because we all agree this is the right solution going forward? And if you can't get the buy-in, you don't spend the dollars. You know, I would start small, start with one thing at a time, and then measure and see if that made an impact before you keep adding it up. Because the worst thing in the world, we had a company back in the day who, a marketing company we looked towards who said, we're going to help you in these areas. They ended up not performing but they were associating all of our sales specifically to the connection we had by hiring them, right? And so what happens is if you sign up vendor, 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 four different technologies and implement all at the same time, you don't know which one is moving the needle for you. In our situation, it was our own email marketing campaign that we had just launched that was moving the needle for us, nothing to do with the other company. So by rolling out one at a time, testing and seeing the impact, you will perform much better and you'll be able to make more informed decisions before throwing out more and more money going forward. Yeah, and I know Justin mentioned it before, but I can't speak highly enough about like IAOA, their Facebook group, Independent Agents. Owners Association. Association. Yeah, Independent Agent Owner Association, I think. but you guys, they only let in owners, so it'd have to be your owner that went in there. However, you ask anyone any question you have, there are thousands of independent agency owners in there who've all 
gone through all kinds of technology and everyone's super happy to help. So like you could save yourself so much time by just throwing out questions in there. And can I do a, a product plug for somebody else? Cause I think it sol solves this problem. Sure. So if your agency owners, principals really have a change of heart, right. And are really all for doing things differently. One of the challenges is figuring this out all on your own. And uh, a little over a week ago, I sat in on the launch of Neon through Be Atomic, where they talked about all these different challenges that agencies were having specific to some of the questions that you even brought up there. And, you know, something like that, an organization like that, that's so committed to having a solution that works in, in tandem with your agency all the different technologies connect. That's what they're wholly committed to and managing the data properly. If you really have a change of heart and say that as an organization, we want to do better, we want to do differently, or as, uh, you know, be atomic, like to say they want to, you know, build a jetpack and go to Mars, then I'd be setting up a demo because that'll be the fastest way for you to navigate that because of all the different technology components they're bringing into the table all geared to accomplish the goals that you mentioned early on. Shameless plug enough for somebody that's not us? I don't know. Sid's so cool that she deserves a shameless plug. And here's what I'll say. 5,000 people watched their YouTube launch. And so here's me. How many people? 5,000. Jeez. That was within hours. But for me, they went through and they, they talked about the problem. and the that, that number doesn't sound large, except when you think about what the insurance industry is yeah. right, you know, and if you saw the commentary of all these agents who are, you know, watching this in real time, they didn't even show one piece of the product, they just kind of explained what it was generally going to do. And then you obviously could book a demo at the end of it, but the marketing was on point, not because they're super slick, but because they spent so much time understanding the pain of us agents and really the collective group of agents that uh, really formed Be Atomic have done an amazing job. And if, if you're going to make one investment in technology, if you guys truly make that shift as an organization, that's where I'd be spending your money over this next year. There's not another technology that you think they should spend their money on? If they're listening to us, they're already a total CSR customer. That's not true. There could be some of you guys that are on the fence, like, hey, is this worth my time and money? Yes. Yes, it is. And there's the truly shameless plug. I'm right, though. It's worth your time and money. All right. Was that one question? That was one question. Jeez. As our agency has grown, we have struggled to provide a learning path for employees who are interested in future leadership positions. Employees who have been promoted receive little guidance in their new role. What tools or programs would you recommend we give employees to develop leadership skills? So another shameless plug, we do have professional skills and, and with some updates coming into our program very soon, there's going to be a lot more to that. It's going to be a whole new total CSR, folks. It's going to be bananas. But I think... There's numerous things, right? So what does leadership look like, right? It's that emotional intelligence. Well, you've got to be able to communicate with others. So a, right off the bat, I think of dealing with the Enneagram and learning that, right? And learning how different personalities react, then figuring out in your organization how everybody is doing that. There's numerous leadership programs out there. My biggest takeaway is I would be 
probably building your own track at this point, although I have my, my own ideas more long-term, but what is it you're hoping to achieve from a leadership training program and then find those materials? Great little tidbit. Summary.com is 200 bucks a year, gives you all the truncated book summaries out there by topic on leadership, effectiveness in different situations, and even assigning that to your staff is a benefit or even YouTube. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money, right? I've talked openly about on the, the Total CSR side that I watched so many Gary Vee videos that that was so instrumental, not only into the launch of Total CSR and the marketing strategy, but just personally in my own life about how I approach things. And so I would start with what it is you're looking for in a leader and then researching the types of leaders that really are emblematic of that and then developing your own program for that because you could have, you know, uh, buy some program or go send them off somewhere and that's not really what you're looking for. And leadership is such a broad term. I would really say this is what we want as far as leadership in the organization. Find those type of people and then provide the resources, whether they be books, YouTube, summaries, in-person events, et cetera. Yeah. You know, it's such a, it's, to me, it's a strange question. It's a totally valid question. It's just, it's how do you define leadership? I think that's Justin's point. What what are you looking for? Because you, you say that they receive so little guidance in their new role. And it, it's true. We just put people and say, okay, now you're you're managing people. And we don't realize, okay, yeah, they're managing them but they're actually in a leadership capacity, which means they need to just not corral them, but take them somewhere, lead them somewhere. And I would say, I don't know that I have a great answer for this one. I mean, I like what Justin said, and there's obviously books and stuff, but I haven't spent any time doing that really at all. So I'm not a lot of help here, man. Well, I think that the the answer I gave is is probably sufficient. And, you know, I would encourage anybody, right, to start with you know, what, what matters most, but even just a side note, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, a great place to even start is a free resource. Penn state does a resilience training program. They started giving it away free because of COVID and it was really mind blowing for me. It's about 15 hours of coursework, but they used it in the military to train leaders. And they, they said, we've got to teach our, and they started with the Marines, the Marines, how to overcome difficult circumstances and move on. And obviously they do that and the Marines have done that successfully for years, but they specifically worked on a program on how to develop it as a skill set because the previous psychological theory was that you were born with it. And they said, that's unacceptable. We need more than our, that are naturally gifted in this way. So they developed it. So if you go to Penn State's website and type in resilience program, it's going to pull up and it's free. And I think it's a great starting point for anyone in your organization, because if you don't have that grit, that resilience, it doesn't really matter what comes along. You're not going to be able to lead unless you can kind of manage your own emotions. Sounds good. Well, we'll close it out with Justin's wisdom there, because like I said, I have nothing to offer other than cheers.